Welcome to the One Signal podcast, where we aim to educate listeners on how to build a world-class customer engagement practice. This is your host, Josh Wetzel. We've got a great guest today for you, Dimitri Kudrinko. I've been practicing that and working on it. Dimitri is here to discuss email design, specifically that modules can help enable marketer email flexibility and performance. Dimitri has been working on customer communication, think messaging and user retention for more than two decades. And he co-founded Stripo in 2017 to specifically address the need for improved email templates and to empower marketers to do more with less developer requirements. We appreciate you joining us today. Welcome to the One Signal Podcast, Dimitri. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Nice to meet you, Josh. Great meeting you. We talked a couple of weeks ago and we've been working with you guys here at One Signal. So it's great to have you on the show. What I always love to do get, is to get into the background and learn a little bit more about the business. So I'd love to understand how did you get started in software development and specifically lead yourself to build Stripo? Uh, to be honest, I just thought that my call to this life is to do a code for programming. And all I did is my educational stuff. I did post-graduation. It was in the computer science. And the first, we created a company to do an outsource coding. So we did for our customers around the world for SaaS applications. And one day we decided uh, that we clever enough to do our own product. It's one of one of our biggest mistakes to think so. <laughs> uh, so we did several times. It was a very interesting, exciting journey in entrepreneurship. But one day we created a product for marketing automation. And then Stripo, it's, it, it, it's not our first product, but one of our products that at the moment I would say most popular. We have more than millions of users around the world who use Stripo for creating emails. So Stripo is email design builder. It's a place where everybody can create a professional email fast without any coding skills and then export to any system in one click. So creating a Stripe or send with any other system. Awesome. So that's it. Uh, I was a programmer, then became an uh, entrepreneur, and now uh, doing software for marketers, mostly classes. Yeah. And you were uh, historically a Ukrainian-based company. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, in the group of the companies, we have about 400 people. In a Stripe at the moment, about 80. My colleagues, partners, friends who do the product, and most of them, about 70% in Ukraine at the moment. Okay. Yeah, it's amazing. We work with so many Ukrainian companies and, and partners like yourselves. Definitely a lot of technical talent and some really cool products. And we work with some B2C businesses. So it's awesome. Yeah. Ukraine have a reputation of a good developers, especially because of a lot of outsourced companies, a lot of unicorn products in Ukraine. Now, and even now, all the businesses focused that stay strong and continue to work in these days. But I think it's thing we can proud of. Yeah. So in our pre-show discussion, we really went deep on the importance of modular template design, giving companies more flexibility, particularly marketers. Can you talk a little bit more about and explain what that is relative to what historically people have used in terms of building templates? What's the idea of modules that are a new form and, and how does that improve email? Yeah, I think as a template, it's things that's popular, but mostly for marketers. For example, for Striper, it's easy to sell Striper when we say we have more than 1,000 
or at the moment it's 600 different templates you can find in a Stripe. But let's think deeper. When you choose your template, and then you adopt for your needs, you change the colors, maybe your logo, your social links, your design. Then you don't really care about rest of the templates. So template library is a good when you only start. But we are focusing not only on the beginning stage, but in the daily routine. And in daily routine, modules, which is a part like you can think about like a content item of email, it's just a small part of email you can reuse and reuse. Usually you have a template and really template is a header and footer. And then you fill it with a different type of block, like promotional announcement or webinar or product card or some other recommendational stuff. So you have a list of modules that already designed for your template. And when you have a modules, you care about the quality of model in case how it looks in Outlook or Gmail or Apple Mail, how it works in dark mode or you know, how good the quality of a code. Or maybe a developer create a code and then always trying to check the marketer who do copywriting or changing the image doesn't break everything. When you do module and split the design, data, and logic in different stages, it means that you can safely support consistency in all your email communication. Or you can imagine the situation when you need to update your header in all your triggers. Imagine you have, I don't know, 40 triggers in three different languages. And for Christmas time, you want to add like Santa Claus hat or some snowflake Yep. And you have to update all these emails. Sometimes it's really hard to do because of even if you spend two minutes for one email and then to check it, two minutes, multiple on 40, and then three different languages, it can take a lot of time. And then you have to roll back to the normal one. When you have a module, you can just update the design and say, update all my emails in one second. So I think that the modules is like new philosophy, especially when you uh, think uh, not about a snippet of code, but about the content item where you have a variables, like for blog post, it's image, title, link, description, title, for button. Using the AI now is very popular direction to discuss is generative AI. Can generative AI do the whole email in your design for A-B testing, for supporting your communication? Yes, it can, especially when you have a modules and say, okay, it's webinar announcement, it's this, speakers, uh, topic, uh, time, place, and it can just put variables into your design and it easily can be applied for whole email. So I think the modules is a key thing that makes like new user experience, brings new user experience in email design, email creation. Yeah. No, it makes a ton of sense. I've I've been in and around email marketing. I've never been an actual email marketing practitioner, but I know how much time people spend on design. And to your point, actually, it's a great example would be like the holiday period. If you wanted Santa Claus in your messages and you have all these different permutations. So that's a really good example and I've heard people the pain point. And by the way, that's one of the things I've heard about Stripo that people are like, it's fantastic because it saves me so much time. It allows me to have consistency, so it's a credit to that. Yes. Another thing, first, it's a pleasure to hear this. Another thing about the modules, I usually compare rocket science and modular email design. Like SpaceX 
Elon Musk. You know that launching the rocket is an extremely expensive thing. It worth a lot. But when you reuse the blocks and the module of a rocket, you just need to refuel it and reuse every next launch cheaper than just one-time launch. The same for module when you create some interactive elements, when you invest time for creating gamification. Usually gamification you have to support for AMP in Gmail, interactive uh, Gmail feature yep. and Yahoo. Or for Apple, you should support advanced HTML and CSS. And a lot of coding. When you create a module for gamification, you can reuse it in different businesses, in different campaigns. It makes every next launch significantly cheaper. Just you have an idea, drag and drop, configure, launch, refuel, launch. Yep. Modules is not just split the responsibility between designer, copywriter, and integrator, uh, but it also saves a lot of time for, time for creating advanced communication. Yep, makes sense. When you think about this, a little bit more esoteric question, but tied into this, what do you think as you go forward, what are the most important components around email design? Like given the history you guys have seen, I think you mentioned a million businesses have used the product. What are the components that have the biggest impact on engagement and kind of loyalty? That's what email markers are looking for. What, yeah. what insights or thoughts do you have and have you seen? I would like to answer to this question, but there is the problem that the silver bullet and the solution is like outside of email design. Yeah. Because of it's as usual about the personalization, about the value of a message, about the audience, and all communication is about the right time for right uh, contact, uh, sending the right message in the right channel, in the right context, using the right language, and finding this right thing is a key point in efficiency for engagement and for retention. Yep. But uh, there are some best practices, some advices. Uh, that first, you always have to care how your customers interact with email in their devices, different platforms, in different uh, conditions. What I mean different? It, it's easy, yeah? Uh, you, you can have mobile version or desktop. But usually a different condition means that accessibility is very important as well. A lot of people speak about accessibility as for people with uh, some restrictions like uh, dyslexia or uh, colorblind. Uh, but sometimes it's temporary disability when you are in a public transport or just going through the pedestrian and read email in your mobile so you can use only one hand. It has to be easy to find, to see, and to read if you have a small phone. So always try to adopt your communication to be very clear, to be very focused with very clear call to action, good buttons, mobile-friendly, and a lot of things like this. But the most important stuff Line outside of email is just a channel to bring your message. And it could be mobile push, in-app, text messages, doesn't matter. The most important thing is what you send, what value you bring to your customer, the time you choose for sending this message. Yeah, that's the thing that email marketers, or maybe not, they want easy answers. Tell me to do it this, to do it that. But you're right in that at the end of the day, it is pretty much... You got to know your audience. You got to know your where your audience is engaging with the messages. So, for example, if you have an older audience, 
predominantly they're going to be engaging with desktop. They might even be on old email services. There's not going to be as much mobile. If you've got a really young audience, they're almost all going to be engaging you in some mobile device, whether it's a tablet, whether it's a mobile phone. They may be more urban oriented. And so therefore, you brought up that point about walking through a subway or a bus, or they're going to be using one hand. They may be going in and out of different light situations, whether inside, outside. So that's all really good stuff. Yeah, there are a lot of best practices and tips how to improve your open rate, click rates, and just a list of best practices. And so play. And the generic answer, also test. You have to test what is your audience. But use the subject line and preheader. You can use uh, notations for Google for promotional to have the top deals. You can put the banner and action. In email, you can play and surprise your customers with interactive emails because of it improved conversion a lot. For example, you can submit the form from email or get the real-time data in email. So when you don't need to leave email, uh, it improves conversion a lot because of you have less steps to conversion. Yep. And one of the simplest and the best recommendation you have in email, you have to care about your reputation. If your email is great email with perfect subject line, very great coding and game inside an email, doesn't matter. In spam, it means that nobody would see it. Yeah. So it's very important also to think about deliverability. And now deliverability is not about the text in the message. It's mostly about the reputation. Yeah. So you have to grow your reputation. What you sent to your audience earlier, how often they mark as a spam or, or just read, communicate with your email, just keep your reputation score in a high level. And when your email is expected, doesn't matter how good it is, the people would read it and interact with it and buy from you. Yeah, we talk a lot about deliverability. and We've, we've had a, a podcast on that alone, but it's an important point. Okay, another question more outside the box. We're moving into different forms of connectivity. And I think that the hot one in the last couple of years, you even have a major digital company in the name of Facebook, changing their name to Meta, where this whole sh- transition to kind of AR, VR, you've got Apple, I think the largest tech company in the world right now in terms of market capitalization, they're releasing a, an AR-oriented device, I think actually in the next couple of months. So I'm curious as to... As we move in these certain forms, do you think email changes or do people, the way they engage change much? I think there are a lot of changes. Traditionally, email is not changing at all. So if you would look to email 20 years ago and now, it's not a very big change. So first, it was the big shift when it was a plain text and became HTML. And after that, it's almost the same. But every internet service provider like Gmail or Apple or Microsoft Hotmail, they have their own rules how to work interact with email. In Microsoft, it's ActionScript. In Gmail, it's AMP. In Apple, it's different. And to support all this version of Outlooks is a very challengeable and tricky thing. It doesn't help to change the industry very quickly. But what I see now that everything is changing. First, email client is changing. For example, if you would look to the Gmail, the alien annotations, to change the way how to work with promotional emails. Because of uh, why they show the promotional email in order when it was sent. 
it would be great if it's promotional to see the best promotional for me now that is expiring or have the bigger value for me or I interact with the brand. So it's a different way user became to interact with them. Yeah. Another thing they do interactive email with HTML plus CSS for Apple Mail. And now it's possible to, again, as I mentioned, submit forms in AMP. It's possible to get the data in real time yep. in the moment when you operate with the mail. So it's changing the way how users interact. Yep. There are much more abilities to do personalization at the moment because of now we can get the data about the user behavior from all the sources like a customer data platform. So vendors who send email have much more abilities, but I think that it would be a big revolution because of now, marketers create the instruction for machine to send message, creating campaign, start creating emails and posts and wait for results and then understand send mobile message or email or text message and then again, some link of different communications. And the system follows instruction. But the complexity is growing. So a lot of channels, languages, time optimization, a lot of events, and we have to interact with competitive threats. A lot of messages we want to deliver to customers. And now the system is changing. When a marketer would not set the instructions for system to follow, but they would create the messages we know want to communicate with this customer and system will decide how many touches, how many channels to use based on budget, based on individual activity. And for me, it would completely change the world how brands communicate with a customer and which channel. And channel doesn't important at all. Everybody says that email will die. They say it about 20 years. Every five years, new brand of email killers. But it lies because of its rich content. It's very easy to analyze the data. It's easy to support. It's a very big penetration. Everybody has email. So there is no science that shows that it can die. But it also scaled with a lot of other channels, like mobile push. And I think you did a good job of some, well, one, you answered uh, several questions I had in the last couple of ones, even ones I hadn't asked yet. But also, I think you did a good job of the highlight there for me is that it's getting more complex. The channel is super valuable because everyone has it. It's a permanent source, right? I, I think of it as asynchronous, but, but permanent versus a lot of these other channels, which are much more ephemeral. And because of the complexity, it's where modular design and these templates are really critical because you're going to now be engaging with so many additional channels, whether it's AR, VR, where people get read out, or it's like something that comes up and you can read it in your passing time, or different types of devices. We live by these things now, but in the future, it might be your watch, or it might be something built into you and your glasses. So it's exciting. I think I got hit by the lucky pitch being born and raised in Palo Alto. It's always been around me, but I always find it fun to know that we're part of this era like the printing press or the wheel, where there's fundamental change happening with how we communicate and engage. The fact that we can do this podcast on two different continents at the same time is is pretty fascinating. I think this is like a ground zero of that, right? There's all these things that are happening. There's these new forms. But at its core, 
it's the new mailbox and it's evolving and it's still only 20 something years old, but it's not going away. Exactly. By different way, people interact with it. Now, when ChatGPT and Bart, now how I interact with video content, with YouTube, or now I just use an annotate me. I read all this two hours discussion, find the most interesting place, listen only this uh, three minutes and understand the whole the content and can process much more video content than I did before. So the same with emails. We have tons of emails and how to be outstanding from others. I think that email clients will change our experience using all these modern technologies. Yeah. Because of like in LinkedIn or in a chat, I even never know who answers me. I or real people, but it's always useful <laughs> and more polite than it was earlier. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't even thought about the AI summarizing and engaging. Thank you, Dimitri, for joining the podcast. It was a pleasure speaking with you and, and appreciate you being part of the One Signal community as a partner. Yeah. On that note, if you enjoyed the content, for all you listeners out there, please subscribe to the podcast. We're at all your preferred directories. If you're looking for a great customer engagement software used by 1 million businesses across the globe, try One Signal for free today. And Stripo as well. It's a great product, as we talked about on this message, and you can use it with One Signal or, or not. In the meantime, have a great day. I appreciate it.